Welcome to the North Leeds Jits podcast. Today, I'm super excited to be joined by Professor Pedro Marino, uh, who recently got his black belt, which I'm super excited to ask him about how that was like. Um, but thank you very much for joining us, Professor. Thank you so much for the environment, for the invite, and I'm so excited. Let's do it. <laughs> awesome, man. And uh, Professor has a, has a competition today, <laughs> so he's a very busy yeah. man. I'm going to compete today against Jake Watson. I'll be fighting him at fight to win 167 Austin. And yeah, man, I'm excited for this match. My black belt debut. One year almost that I don't fight in the gi. Wow. I've been fighting no gi sen. But now I'm, I'm excited and I'm happy to be back in the gi. Amazing. Have you faced um, the man before? No, the first time. Right, amazing. Um, and when you go to face people, do you come in with a particular game plan, or do you just do you just, do you just play your game? Yeah, yeah. I I like like uh, understand what they does of better, you know. To like, I don't say I've, I always try to implement my game, but I like to know what they do the best, you know. For mm. I try to avoid the situations that is comfortable for them. Right. I'm always trying comfortable. You know? I don't say I make plan, I make strategy. It's more about that, you know, like I understand what my opponent can do it, what where where he's a danger, you know. But on the end I, I try as much to apply my game, you know, I try like oh pass pressure, or I'm gonna put guard, you know, but always on the way that I can be comfortable and make him uncomfortable, you know. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, the, uh, that's the essence of jiu-jitsu, right? Yeah. You have to make a party <laughs> opponent. I think that's why, you know, Pro- Professor Mike has a very similar kind of style, you know. It's all about making your opponent as uncomfortable as possible. I think that's why we both li- both like you so much, you know. It's a very exciting game to watch as well. All right. <laughs> well, man, Is I this want... like a... Go on. I like always... Not just about... You, like say, not about just control this, make your partner comfortable, but make him like uh, kind of, you know, when you put him in some situation that he say, man, I don't have an option here, you know, mm. I don't have what to do here. And this is the point that uh, the person, like who who's attack is going to gain, gain, you know. Like say, uh, I start fight with someone, and I put him in positions that he don't usually get, you know. Let's say the guy's a guard player. If I put him first, mm-hmm. he's gonna get loose pass guard, you know. Yeah. If he, he don't if the guy's like a you know a pass guard, I take him down and I make him play guard, you know, you don't think that he know you should do, he's gonna mm-hmm. be in comfort, he's gonna be like good for me, you know. It's like um it reminds me of two things there. It's like, I don't know if you've heard of David Goggins, but he has like this saying called, you know, taking souls. And it seems like that's what you're doing. You know, you're taking what they're good at and then just stealing it from them. It's like, I'm going to be better at it than you, right? Uh, and then also George St. Pierre did a lot of that, didn't he? Like he took down the best wrestlers and, and things like that. Is this, like, I think it, this is kind of the, the if, if, you, if you're able to, to implement this, you know, like if you're able to, let's say, take the, 
the guy who wanna play on top, you make him play on bottom. The guy who wanna play on bottom, make him play on top. I think you already, you know, is like a twenty percent ahead of the fight. Mm. Well, I wanna I wanna uh, speak a lot about competition and, and mindset and stuff like that. But first, we just take us back to like where you grew up. I know you got into martial arts at a really young age, didn't you? Tell me a bit about like your family and where you're from. Man, I'm from Brazil, Rio de Janeiro, Angra dos Reis. Uh, I started Jiu-Jitsu 17 to 18 years old, November, October 2013. And uh, I trained two years with my professor in my, my city and, and Angra dos Reis, Rio de Janeiro. And then I moved to Belo Horizonte to train with Felipe Preguiça, mm. where I started my professional career. And man, and you ask about my family. Yeah, yeah. Like, what did your parents do and stuff? Yeah, my my, my parents. My mom is like she sell things. You know, she's like uh, emprendedor. How say emprendedor? Oh, sorry, my English. No, it's she's fine, like a, no. She's like uh, sell things about home, kitchen, all these yeah. things. My like uh, retired, he's uh, he was uh, autobus driver, you know. Mm-hmm. Was like normal life. I'm, you know, uh, in a small city in Rio. I live in Angra, small city. It's like a far off these things, but it's beautiful city. It's a paradise. It's like beach, you know, all these things. And man, I really miss that. <laughs> it's, it's a great place. And then when I trained three years in my city, and then I moved to B8 to train with Philippe. Yeah. And, and then... I, uh-huh. I was, I was, there's, a, there's a really cool story about how you ended up, because it was the uh, FP gold team, right? And there was like a big kind of... Yeah. Um, like a thousand people entered and there was only a few spots, yeah. right? Can you tell me that story? Well, I don't, I don't yeah. really know it very well. Philippe, like, uh, he made he, he make a project, you know, and he like... Uh, every every athlete who want to be part of that have to send the... Emails for him, a curriculum, show you some videos of your position, your, your jiu-jitsu, you know, your like titles, all these things. And I was one of the guys who I like, I saw the thing, but I kind of don't want to, you know, on that time, I'm just like a hob, hobbyist, you know, mm. I'm just doing hob. And when I, but I, I have a friend who was like uh, invited to go. And I say, man, I want to go too, you know. And I sent a message to Felipe after everything already, like, is closed. And he's, thank God, open for me. <laughs> and I said, Felipe, Bichinho, a couple guys who helped me a lot to to talk with Felipe to make, able, to I'm able to go that train, you know, to be part of, to try to be part of the project. And when I moved to B8, it was, was like... Uh, 1,000 emails, and this 1,000 emails, he's, he's like a selection, like 50, 50 athletes, you know? Mm-hmm. 25 athletes, light, 25 athletes heavy. How was they have, they have guys, we going to be eight in train, we stayed there, we, we went to be eight, and we stayed there two days train, just train and they analyze, you know? Right. Like they do boots, all these things, like him and Philippe and his staff, always like doing notes about the trains, all these things. And thank God I was able to, to get a, one of the 15 to stay, you know, on the house. On my group, on 25, I was 
the was six the stages 25 just six stay and I won one of them and then I start to really really things get like a professional for me you know because before on my seat I work I have all these things like I'm not just athlete 200% you know yeah and what did you want to before all that like amazing um, journey with the, the Philippe Pena Gun team uh, what did you want to be like what did you want to be when you were growing grow up <laughs> I, I like before go to Philippe, I already want to leave from Jiu Jitsu, you know. Yeah. I didn't know like uh, how. Mm. <laughs> because kind of my city, I didn't, Jiu Jitsu is small there. In my city, like, uh, we, I train, we, train, we train three times a week, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, one hour a day. It's like, it's nothing like, you know, that much. And I didn't have idea like uh, how I can become like, you know, professional on this, how I can leave from Jiu Jitsu. When was I have this? I, I saw on the Instagram this post with Philippe, you know, invite people like, oh, if, if you want to be a professional athlete. Uh, and on that part, I say, oh, man, this is my chance, you know, like after I, I send machine, this is my chance. Because before, I didn't know what I want to be real, you know. I don't have, I want to like go to school, but I don't have money. My parents don't have money to, to pay my university. Yeah. I finished the school and I can't start to work on construction. It was like kind of hard. I start to work on uh, the construction, like I have work, you know, and keep training. Like work all day, go train. Work all day, go train. And like yeah. always exhausted, you know. And one day I wake up and say, man, you know, I'm getting low. I fall in love with Jiu-Jitsu and I say, man, I, I don't I don't care more. I, I closed my university, you know, I locked my university. I, I was doing public university. Mm. And I... I close, I, I ask my boss to, you know, fire me. <laughs> and yeah, I say, I don't want to thank so much for everything, but, you know, I think it's my time to try, really do what I love. And wow. I think one of the best decisions, because on that time that I asked to, they fire me, I didn't have another thing, you know, like Philippe, these things, I didn't know they're going to happen. And, but on this, like, uh, I, I remember that I asked him to fire me in January. 2017 and the project happened June 2017 um, like I thought is God give me six months to train you know for the, for the <laughs> because when I was part of work the train right. I was able to just train you know I, I start training every day and when I was to go to do the test I went to do the test in Philippe school. I'm already like ready, you know. I think if before, if I keep working and have to do all the, the stuff that I usually do, it, I didn't able to to go there, you know. Amazing man. To be I, part of the project. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Um, and you you trained like other martial arts and stuff before, right? You trained some capoeira. Yeah. What was it yeah, like? I, um, go on. Like I start capoeira when I'm kid. Like uh, six years old, like it was more. Like, I was a, a guy who loved sports, you know. Like uh, on my street, we have a beach close, and we go surf, you know. We skateboard, we play soccer a lot in Brazil. I always knew this guy about like a lot of type of sports, you know. And I started in MMA, you know, and I saw like how how nice it is. And I started training first. Uh, I started training MMA. I did like two months, but kind of like my prof the professor, he's, he's leave from the city and he stopped, have a class. Mm. And I saw I have jiu-jitsu. I said, man, I would try jiu-jitsu. 
But on that time, I didn't like too much the part of, you know, say, oh, oh all men say that. They're, oh, man, going to hug men, you know, <laughs> like, these things. Uh, but thank God I started Jiu-Jitsu, man. And it was my best decision ever. <laughs> was, For sure, man. I didn't know what I can, like, to be honest with you, like, I don't have idea, like, about another another work or this thing, another job, you know. Yeah. I really see my life on Jiu-Jitsu, like, on Jiu-Jitsu perspective. And um, what was it about Jiu-Jitsu, you think, that, it, you know, it got right to your heart and, you, and it really kind of found you? Man, this is like a hard to explain like man jiu-jitsu changed lives like for for real you know like you saw people who get the gym like without too much expectations and like even sometimes old you know people more older they start training like uh just for hobby and they get into jiu-jitsu start competing you know change their life i have a lot of uh, where i i coach with Professor Piano, we have a lot of these type of students, you know, people who get there, like, without expectation, like, uh, sometimes with depression, some problems at home, and they start doing jiu-jitsu, they change their life at all, you know, like, they, they start to compete, they start to take care of their body, because they know if, if you don't eat good, if you don't, like, you know, take care of your body, you don't want to get better in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And I think they mess with one thing, with every people, like, have ego a little you know even you say you don't have an ego of course you want to get better of course you want to be one of the best in the room you know of course you don't want to get smashed every day <laughs> of course you want to improve yourself you know and i think this make you want to go more and more you know let's say man i want to get better on this i have to take care of my body and the environment i think they're one of the keys of jiu-jitsu environment because if you see the, all the gyms like you become a family you know like uh, everybody's a friend. Like we we like we, we meet today right here first time, and it's kind of comfortable, you know. I'm yeah. talking to you. It's kind of jujitsu. I say, oh, jujitsu, jujitsu, yeah. all good. And <laughs> also, also because you know we're both Gracie Baja, right? And do you feel Gracie Baja is a bit different from like other academies you've seen. Yeah, I think like what the. You know, the vision is nice. You know, they, they try to make everybody keep together. Even, even we know, like I say, even we compete sometimes against other, like, you know, each other. But it's always like, welcome. Every Gishbaha that you go is like, they're going to try, try you like well, you know. They're going to take care of you. They're going to help you. Almost all that I visited was perfect. Everybody like uh, Aza, you was train there years and years, you know. Uh, Grace Baja, let's go, man, you know. And the good part, or every place that you go in the world, have one, Grace Baja, you know. You're always going to have, a, like, a, some some great school to train, you know. For sure, you know, I, I've been really lucky to travel uh, almost around the world and, and travel and train at different Gracie Bajas. And it's crazy how they welcome you like family, right? It's like, you want to go out to dinner tonight? You got a place to stay? Like, <laughs> Is this? Like, uh, when I remember when I come here first time, like, you know, all they support me a lot. Sometimes they I go compete on the on the cities, they help the profess who don't even know me. They help me, you know, like help with stay, stay, or stay, you can stay on my home, you can stay, you know, on the students' home. If you need to use the mat, you can like train, you know, all these things. I think these make big difference, you know. 
And, um, you know, it's, it's really strange, isn't it? Because I don't know where else in life you find that, you know, you don't find that community, that team. What? I don't know where else in, in life you really kind of find that kind of community, that kind of team. Yeah. Hard. I, I talk with a, a student about that. I say like, uh, man, you hear like, uh, two months and you, you see how, like how, how already they are in on the thing, you know, like everybody joke with each other as people know each other years and years. And sometimes yeah. like, you just first time you see the guy, you know, <laughs> and you about, you know, man, you should blah, blah, like become all friends, you know, mm-hmm. all the time. Like this is the best part of jujitsu, you know, man, like uh, competition is nice. All these parts is nice. But for me, like the environment, of jiu-jitsu is different of every sport. And if you think that we fight each other, you know, and we should, like I say, we should like to want to help each other get better, you know, because we know when you, your partner get better, you get better as well. And you try to do your best to help him, you know, and they try the, the best to help you. And this, I think, is the, is the, like uh, the key part of jiu-jitsu, you know, who make everybody like fall in love. Jiu-jitsu is like a, Man, I love this part too much. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know like, <laughs> um, professor, <laughs> go on. Say that again for me. Yeah, it's, sometimes it's hard to talk about jiu-jitsu, you know, because I get too, like, a dip. Passion, yeah. <laughs> man, yeah. life, give everything that I have, put food on my table, like, so grateful. <laughs> For sure, man. Um, Professor, do you have any memories of when you were a white belt? Do you remember like the first time you rolled with someone and they, they beat you up and it's like, oh, how did he do that to me? <laughs> I remember for sure. And one of them that beat me, I'm um, when I'm white belt, my wife. Really? I she's a blue belt already. Ah, a blue right, belt wow. And I was white belt and I'm, I'm always was like a, a big kid, you know, a little big than others. And I say, man, you know, I'm gonna do well. I'm gonna beat all these guys. I'm stronger. I'm this. I'm that. And I was training her as a girl, and I say, man, I'm gonna train well, and I'm strong. I'm a man. She's like, beat me up too bad, man. You know, take my out. Like uh, I remember, I have another guy too. Like he's so skinny. Like he's like 30, 40 pounds less than me or more. And he get him on the. I remember on that time on the. Baseball choke, you know? Mm. And I say, man, like, uh, how am I going to tap? You know, I'm all asleep because I don't want to tap. And that thing, like, you know, it's faster. <laughs> I have great numbers, man, but the white belt. And one of them was my wife. Mm. <laughs> we that- up and we married. <laughs> <laughs> I get in love. <laughs> and remember when I'm white belt, all things that I watch in jiu-jitsu is kind of like, man, this is impossible to do it. I don't want to get this. I don't know how this guy doing this. You know, like, bring, like, armbar, bring, oh, this thing. I say, man, no, this is impossible. Like, I'm never going to be able to do it. And you felt like each day that you put the work in, each day that you go there, you know, like, uh, try your best. You get a something improvement already. You know, like, every day that you go to the gym, you improve something. You know, even if you don't fail, you, you, are, you are already improve something. Things that before is so hard, it start getting easier. You know, you start to understand more jiu-jitsu, not just do it, but understand why you put, you know. I think, yeah, this is this is the best path. I remember when I'm white belt, everything's kind of like, man, I'm never going to get this. I'm never going to be good on this. I'm never going to learn this. And with the time, you, you, you start to understand that 
everything's a everything's a process, you know. And I always say jujitsu is a long-term process, you know. You cannot try to be like no rush. Jujitsu don't have a rush, you know. Mm-hmm. I think when white belt, you have to enjoy the phase. When you blue belt, you have to enjoy the phase, you know, and you have to enjoy each belt. If you think too much just on the next, on the next, you kind of don't enjoy your moment, you know, on your belt. Yeah, th- thanks for that. I think a lot of our members, being white belts, will really appreciate your advice there. Um, Professor, yesterday we did a podcast with uh, Professor Ana Laura Cordero. Um, yeah. And uh, she and we asked her, because her husband is a black belt as well, uh-huh. uh, what it's like uh, coming up through jiu-jitsu training together with your husband and wife, because we have a lot of couples that are members with us. So do you have any advice for the couples that are training? Like, do you not settle arguments with jiu-jitsu? Like if someone's not done the dishes, that kind of thing? Man. <laughs> Like, uh, I'm, like, obsessed with jiu-jitsu, you know? And even my wife doing jiu-jitsu, she's, like, compared to you. She sometimes complains, it's too much. You just talk about jiu-jitsu, you know? <laughs> my advice for you guys, when you're out of jiu-jitsu, don't talk about jiu-jitsu. <laughs> you know, try to talk about some, something else. But, man, this is the best journey when you have someone to be on your side, you know? You have someone to share your improvements, you know, your your goals, you know, you're going together. Let's say you go, you when you you have a, your wife, let's say I'm gonna have my wife, or you have your girlfriend, you guys you kind of guys going together, you know. It's like you guys gonna learn together, you're gonna get better together, and that is good, man. I think it's nothing better to have someone on your side that really like uh love and support you, you know, and you support them. I think the best part of having someone like girlfriend or, you know, a wife is the part of supporting each other, you know. You, some days you like in bad mood, she's, no, let's go. You have to train, like, you know, let's go. Let's have a fun. And you get that. Some days her, I say, no, let's go, you know. And your time to push her, you know. I think this is my best advice. So I try to help each other. And out of jiu-jitsu, don't talk too much about jiu-jitsu. <laughs> because jiu-jitsu got a problem. I don't have this problem. Jiu-Jitsu guys just want to talk about Jiu-Jitsu all day, all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, definitely. Yeah, um, Professor, you know, you re- you recently got your uh, got, got your black belt, and um, how how was that for you? Did you did you know you were gonna get it? Was it a surprise? I know already that I will, I will get. They are they went just push together my belt. Mm. Man, was was great feeling. It's kind of like. Dream come, another dream coming true, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I always dream with that moment and when happy was so unreal, you know? Like, man, yeah. I, like, I start on the end of the line. Now I'm here with all the black belts, you know? I remember the days that I'm white belt and everything is going to made it, you know? And I and I made it this, I did it, you know? And I think this is what's the best thing about accomplishing something important, you know? Like a black belt, is something special, you know. I don't, I don't like. Uh, I say I don't change. I think I don't my. I don't change my black belt for any any job in the world. You know what I mean? Like say any like uh, school, these things. No, black belt is like a is a university. You know, jiu-jitsu university. When you get a black belt, you kind of like graduated. You know, mm. and, man, this is this is fantastic. It was a uh, a moment that I never gonna forget, you know. And I think I th- uh, I take my black belt with my wife as well on the same day. 
Amazing. We both stayed. Was like uh, unforgettable for sure. What? So, what's better, the wedding anniversary or black belt anniversary? Huh? What's, yeah. what's... <laughs> good? Good question. <laughs> Thinking about that. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll let you not answer that one in case uh, the wife um, rolls with you later. You know. <laughs> Make sure she's, she's like agree. You know, with uh, what I want to say because exactly. the... <laughs> it's a war. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry i appreciate it brother i appreciate it. um so professor i want to talk to you a little bit about com- competition we've got uh we, we want to start a competition here in the school early on and we've already put already got people signing up for the uh, english open at the end of the year um what for you makes a good competitor man i think like uh the Mind or parts are important, you know, like for competitors. And I think how you get the mind or parts, like put the work in, you know. Like the best way to be ready to things is really work hard. Like you know that you did all that you could to to make that happen. You know what I mean? Let's say train, train more, like train a lot and do more than you're supposed to do, you know. Because if you just do what you're supposed to do, everybody do the same. You have to try to do something more, you know. Uh, I don't say just about training, but sometimes study more jiu-jitsu, you know. There's not a lot of people who do that. And you start and compete. You know, people say from Pedro, man, I want to compete, but I don't have experience. I say, you're just going to have experience if you go there, you know, yeah. to compete. If you wait for the right moment, never going to come. Mm. What makes good compared to a strong compared to is Put the work in, you know, he's trained with consistency and he makes sure that he's doing all that he can to, to achieve the goal. Do you think everyone should compete in jiu-jitsu? I think yes. It's like, I think it's like, uh, how I, say? I think competition, I would say, is a, it's a good push to, you know, like when you win, you want more, you know, I say, man, I win this, I can do more. You want to train more, you want to get better. And when you lose, you want to get better as well. You don't want to finish like a loss, you know? You say, no, I have to train more. I have to go to the next one. And each tournament you lose or you win, you're going to feel improvement, you know? Like, for me, like, I compete a lot, a lot. And I still felt the same nervous, you know, of first competition. I'm still, like, uh, have fears, you know, this and that. But I think more, more I compete, more I know how to control that. You know, I think competition helps you control the things that normally you can't control. I say these fears, these things, this hard, right? Like you, even you say you go compete and you like scared, you know, sometimes let's say. You know one thing that you control, you know, you say, no, I'm not going to be scared. You know one thing that you're just going to say, going to change. And I think the competition teaches us this, like control our emotions and uh, pressure, like moments, you know what I mean? Let's say under pressure, you know, control your emotions under pressure. I think the competition is this, and this helps you in life when you have to make decisions, you know. Is that the advice as well you give to your students when, when they want to compete as well? You talk to them a lot about that? Oh, oh yeah. Say, competition is a good part, you know, for me, my, my perspective is this. Say, you're always going to grow, you're always going to take something from that, you know, they're going to help you, like, uh, not just on jiu-jitsu, but in life. I think, like, jiu-jitsu is a sport that make you make your life better, you know, make you make better decisions. 
make you understand more things. And I think the competition part is about the control the feelings, you know, because when you train, you know, like say, oh, the guy tap me, we're going to start again. You know, don't have a dad like too much, you know, mm. but in competition, uh, let's say your soul, you, know, you want to win. You don't want to lose. You want to like go down and give, you know, good match. And when, I'm sorry. and when you go to compete and you kind of face your fears, they, they, that make you stronger, you know? You kind of like, man, I'm here. I don't want to be here, but I'm here. You know, mm -hmm. I don't want to compete, but I'm here. And you're going to start to understand that it's just, it's just another day doing what you love, you know? Like I say, it's so important, of course, to win. It's, I, I like saying that for, my, for, my, for me as a professional, it's important to win, you know? I need win. But in the same time, it's kind of like, the most important, the end of the day, It's like you're doing what you love and be happy doing this, you know. You cannot do it just because people put pressure on you. You have, I think these things I always tell them, these have to be come from them, you know. We can try, like, motivate them, hey, let's go, man, compete. But, but these have what things that come from them. Say, I want to compete, I want to try, I want to test myself, you know. Amazing, yeah. It, it's, it, I've not competed much, just uh, once, and um, it's It's great to hear you say that, you know, because it's a there's a personal development in competing as well. It's not just going out testing your jiu-jitsu. It's like a personal internal it, development. It's, it's not just about jiu-jitsu. It's not just about jiu-jitsu, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I felt this. Like I felt competition parts. This they help you in all the parts of your life. You know, I think like if you're not if you're not a professional. I don't say you don't have to care about win or lose. Of course, you have to always try to win, like get better, you know, like say, nobody goes to compete to, to lose, but happen, you know? If you have like, let's say a tournament, have a 20 guys, just one gonna win. Just one gonna be happy, really happy, you know? Mm -hmm. And you have to this, you know, it's a process. I need like get my time, you know? I need to compete like more and more to get experience to achieve my goal. Because they say you have to believe on the long-term process, you know? Like, I'm going to do this now, and I'm going to do this on the, like, uh, mirror term to my long-term goal, you know? Let's say I'm going to compete. I'm, I'm lost my first tournament. Okay, what, what mistake I made, you know? You're going to watch. You're going to see. Okay, you're going to work on the gym. You're going to compete again. Let's say you, you lost again. I don't know. But you already did better. You say, oh, that mistake I didn't make, but I made another one. Now you're gonna fix that thing, you're gonna come back, you know? You're gonna compete, you're gonna start sell your improvement. And that's gonna make you excitement, you know? Say, man, I, until you win the first tournament. After you win the first one, you're gonna just like, you know, I wanna get better on this, I wanna do more. Because compete is fun, you know? Like I say, it's like, it's a crazy, a crazy feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and on a, I know you train really hard, Professor. Uh, we've, we've seen the videos of you wrestling and, and training hard, and it's it's amazing to watch. Um, for you, like, what does what what makes a good competition class? Like, when when everyone's training hard, what makes that a good class? Man, it's like I, I don't think I have a formula, you know. Mm. Like uh, I both train, but for me, like you, for me, the best way is like uh, I like do specific train and sparring, you know. I'm, I, I, I'll have to do more drills, but to be honest, you know, I don't do too much drills. I prefer to do situations, you know, mm -hmm. like I do specific train. Um, I prefer to do sparring. And 
and like uh, sometimes I work uh, if I want to improve my guard. I, I always say people like competition, even the class, each competitor have to take care of his game. You know what I mean? Let's say because one competition class, you have like, let's say 10, 20 guys. You cannot make the training for 10, 20 guys the same. Like say, you can make the same train, but say, it's not going to work the same for the 10 guys, you know? Right. And they have the feeling to know how, like, make that train to their game. Let's say, I'm going to pass one, one train for everybody. Mm-hmm. But you have to, like, you know, competitors have to be aware. They, they have to make that train. for they, they have to take the best of that train. Even if no one, the train that he really, like, uh, needed. You know, because let's say something I'm gonna pass today are uh, gonna be retention of guard, guys. Today gonna work like we do two minutes. The person on top try pass and person on bottom, you don't need you, you cannot sweep, you have just to try recover, you know, like keep moving, don't let him pass. And let's say personal body is not the guy who usually do guard, but he has to do it, you know. Let's say he has to do the train mm-hmm. and he has play the guard retention. You have to take the best of that. Okay, I don't train. I don't train that much. Sorry, man. No. Okay. Let's say, the guy have, I, I don't train that much on bottom, you know? But if the train is on bottom, I'm going to train on bottom. But I, I have to take the best from me. What are I going to do? I'm going to work my... Like, I'm going to see what the guy on top do it that make it hard for me, you know, on bottom. Because when I'm on top, I can do that with others. You can understand, like, say, the guy going to pass my guard. How they pass my guard? Not this way. Why did they, they he pass my guard in this way? Because I I didn't know. I don't have my frame right here, you know? Mm. On the time that you go past, you know already what happened. Oh, he's going to try to put the frame. When he put the frame, I'm already on my head, one step ahead, because I knew where it's coming, you know? Right. So you have to try to take the best of the train for you, you know. So even even if it's not like your A game, your go-to game that we're drilling, you know, this day, we're going to make the most of it anyway, kind of thing. Yeah, please, let's say. My, I, I love play guard and train. I, I think one of the things that I most do and train, but in competition, my game is more on top, you right. know. But this no me, I don't want to, don't train my guard, you know. Let's say, we have to try to be ready in any situations for competition because, like I say, we never know what's going to happen. You know, you can think, you, like I say, you, I'm, I love play on top, but if the guy take you down, what are you going to do? You know, and it can happen. I love play guard, but if the guy pull first, what are you going to do? You have to be like uh, ready for every situation, even when it's uncomfortable for you. When you're like, your opponent try to make you uncomfortable. You have to be ready to like uh, set up things to to get better for you, you know, and take away of him that comfortable thing. You have to make him think him comfortable, but he's not. You know what I mean? I, sure. I don't know if you guys. No, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, Professor, you've trained with so many amazing um, stars of Gracie Baja, um, be it like Homolo or Felipe or um, uh, Draculino and people like that. Um, oh, have you just frozen there? Are you still with us? Uh, yeah, you okay? Oh, sorry, yeah, you, I think you can still hear me. Just froze for a sec. You, you train with so many great people. Who, who gives you the hardest time on the mat? Who gives you the uh, 
the, the when you go to the role, it's like oh. <laughs> Omulu is is stuffed trying to him like. Mm. Okay. as much as he can. Like Philippe, he's beast, but he let you train more. Like say his his game is more open. You can, he he let you train more and move more. Humble right. or hard. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so up here, and that is great. I love it. But it's, with the home loop, first show was like one of the hardest train, like worst, like hardest train I ever did. Mm. <laughs> Such Too much amazing Philippe, guy. Like, great. Philippe is like love a train to him, you know, to like a technique, like oof. the guy when you close your eyes, when you open, he on your back, you know, <laughs> the back's so easy. And yeah, man, these guys is like different. <laughs> wow, amazing. What about, um, it doesn't have to be anyone that we know, but um, who do you have the most fun training with? Uh, I'll, to be honest, I love training with all them. Like, I always like training, the, you know, Felipe, Professor Piano, Professor Homulu. Uh, yeah, man, I enjoy training with all the, the... I really have a fun when I train Jiu-Jitsu with anyone, like... I really enjoy my time with them. I don't have this like, preference, you know, with mm. nobody. Um, something that was interesting to see, Fred, you know, you're quite well known for your guillotine um, and you've got your guillotine instructional out on uh, BJJ Front Ikes. How did that happen? Did, how does it happen to end up having an, an instructional course out? Man, like, uh, I, when I started the guillotine, like, was one thing that come natural for me, you know, I started doing when I back in the day in, in my small city. I already do a lot, and when I moved to Philippe, uh, I started doing even more because I started training more nogi. You know, my city I don't train too much nogi. Mm-hmm. On that time, Philippe was getting ready to HCC, and we started training nogi. And I start like use a lot. One thing that come come natural for me, you know, like I say, uh, is always there. Sometimes I. And one time that I felt that I'm good on that, I said, man, I can't be good on this. Yeah. I, I start like a look for your chains, you know? I look for ways to do your chains. I felt like your chains is one of the most, the most powerful submissions you have. Because kind of like, uh, you don't need like a nut, you don't need gear, you don't need like, gear you no know, gear works, you know? You can do on top, you can do on bottom, you can do to the guy try pass your guard, you can do when the guy try sweep you, like, you know, like always, the neck gonna be there, always. Like I say, always the guy gonna have to extend to do something. They're gonna open the neck, you know. And if you get a good chin, and neck is not like arm that you are strong, you don't tap, you know. Right. Go Most sleep. part, yeah. <laughs> like you're gonna tap if you get that. And I start practicing, and it starts feel good. Start get some submission tournaments, and I'm. Get excited with that, you know. I said, man, I, I really have to get like that. And I always listen, like, all the champs, you know, the people who really succeed, they have uh, something special, you know, for people who make people, like, uh, scare of them. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. say, man, like, I, and I try to find that, you know. Like, I say, man, I'm going to be so good in your chin. I'm going to be, like, a specialist. People want to fight me, they're going to think twice and shoot double legs on me, you know, like these things. And I think this this was the key, I think, you know, like I'm really focused and I knew that the guillotine can bring me, like uh, help me win tournaments, help me win all things that I like that I look for, you know. 
And when I moved to United States, where he's a lot of wrestling, and the guy's shooting a lot, right? <laughs> and right. I, I developed more and more. And I was able to to give in a lot. I, I win a lot of tournaments just with Gucci, you know? And I say that, that my hand changed my life, you know? Was was this? Was like this. And then JD Fanatics invited me. I start finish a lot of people with Gucci, like a lot, a lot of like a couple, couple world champs, like people, you know? And at that time, I, I'm just purple belt, you know? Yeah. And I'm aware, work well with the Gucci. <laughs> and then I made the and yeah, nowadays, bro, to be honest, like people already know a lot and it's kind of, you know, they, they still, they try to avoid a lot, you know, mm. it's hard. Sometimes. I have changed a lot in my game. I have to like kind of recreate my, my, my guillotine system. Do, does people avoiding the guillotine open up other things for you as well, though? Yeah. Uh, like on, I recreate my game to do this, you know, I start to see how they do it to avoid and what I can do to like take advantage of that, you know? Sometimes like I, I don't use guillotine for fi- just for finish, you know? Yeah. I use guillotine as guard because when I hold my hand there, the guy starts to get crazy. Like, right. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and if he forget everything, is the time that I pass. When they shoot on me and I put the guillotine, they, they have to take care about the neck. I'm like, I can't get out of the takedowns, you know, defend well. Like a guillotine, man. For who does one want to have something like special? Like your chin is is a good is a good is a good submission. <laughs> yeah, good advice as well. You know, to for people to you know have a have a move that you're like you know you get really good at, it and you know people might like know that you're really good at. It, I think is a good advice. Um, Fred, I know you got to go soon. I'm going to be really respectful of your time, but I've just got a couple more questions for you. Yeah. For you, what does it mean to be a martial artist? Yeah, this is the martial arts is, is kind of like uh, inspiring people, you know, like uh, the martial part is this. I think you just have two parts, right? Sport, like just sport competition. Like, I think it's a little different of martial arts, you know, like uh, the martial arts we in jiu-jitsu, you know, on the mats is a respect, you know, is like uh, help others get better, help people like uh change their life through jiu-jitsu you know i think this is a martial arts for me like and uh, i talk now about special jiu-jitsu on this part you know it's like uh, be be a great be a, a great like a martial artist and uh inspiring people help others get better amazing absolutely and um professor what we usually ask as well and, and i think especially for you who's kind of a, a spearhead of gracie baja right now um, and you know the team, and you represent the team so well. Is there anyone in Gracie Baja worldwide, well known or not known at all, that you think we should speak to that has a great story? Professor Piano, man, he's had a great history. He's come to to America, and he builds now that Gracie Baja sees like over seven hundred students. And it's like one of ten year anniversary one, recently. Yeah, he's man one of the most successful Gracie Baja, and his story is nice. He come like from from Brazil with, if I'm not wrong, 200 bucks on the on wow. the pocket. No, he start to work on the like uh, clubs, you know, clean, rest, black, like crazy history, man. I think you guys will love here his history. Hey, so I'll I, get in I touch. Love, yeah. 
Portugal inspire me a lot, like make me think like, oh man, you know, sometimes we think we have a problem, we think it's hard, it's hard for us, but it's hard for everybody, you know, like you see somebody always with history harder than yours. Excellent. We'll, we'll get in touch with uh, Professor Piana and um, uh, I'm looking forward to that one. That'll be good. Um, just before you go, Professor, um, you know, best of luck for your competition tonight and everything. Uh, and it, and it's return to the gi. Um, for you, should you prefer gi? You prefer no gi? I know you've had so much success in no gi. Today, nowadays, is the, I talk for people. I like both. I like doing both. But today, the no gi become more my work. You know, my job too. Like it's where yeah. I'm. Uh, it's where I kind of I feel more comfortable. But I love gi as well, man. Like. As they say, but in America nowadays, they no gi like is dominant. Mm. You know, in, in, in Brazil, I I did more gi. You know, uh, I I did more. I think gi is more fun to train. You know, we have more things to do. It's like the more variations. You never get boring. You know, never. And no gi, I like the scramble part. You know, the physical part, the push. You know, the pace. Porrada. This thing. <laughs> yeah. porrada, the porrada style. You know, but I think. Yeah. For me, like personally, if I, I would choose just one, I use gi for sure. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Well, uh, Professor, I hope if you're ever in the UK, you'll come and visit us and hit a seminar. Um, and, I, and I'd love to do this again if, if you ever have some free time. I know you're a very busy man, but sorry. I really enjoyed it. Hey, sorry for today, but like this, you know, kind of. And next time, I promise I'm going to get ready. My English is not that, that good yet, but... How we get better on these and to do a much better next time. Amazing. No, it was great, Professor. Thank you so much. Best of luck for tonight. I know the whole, every Gracie Baja is behind you and supporting you. And whatever happens, we got you back. So till next time. Thanks. Bye. Okay, take it easy, bro. Thanks. Bye.